0: I've got two ideas for you. One will help you with your net worth. The other will help you with your taxes. This is in regards to what you can do with your RMDs when you don't need them. That's the subject of today's show. If you're already retired, this very well might be your situation, and this is a good podcast for you to listen to. If you're still working, you might be thinking, what on earth are you talking about? How does anybody not need their RMD? I'll tell you, the situation is actually quite common for several reasons. So if you're still working and you're doing financial planning, this show is good for you too, as you very well may find yourself in this exact situation. Position.
1: Welcome to the 360 Blue Financial Strategies Show. Join us as we discuss actionable steps you can take today to gain financial freedom. Jonathan Pop, Iris Sagrado, and Glenn Steers are registered representatives offering securities and advisory services through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC, 360 Blue Financial Strategies and United Planners are not affiliated. The views expressed are those of the speaker, as of the date noted, are subject to change based on market and other various conditions, are not a solicitation to purchase or sell any and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Keep in mind that current and historical facts may not be indicative of future results. Now on to the show.
0: When you turn 72, generally, the IRS requires you to withdraw money annually from your retirement plans. This is called a required minimum distribution, or RMD for short. There are some exceptions to this, but generally, that's how it works. You turn 72 and now you have to take some money out of your IRA every year. The amount is based on a formula created by the IRS, and you have to do it. Otherwise, you'll pay a 50% penalty on the amount that you don't take out. So you have to do it, and you have to do it on time. There are people that find themselves not needing the money. And what many people do is say, Well, the IRS is forcing me to take this money out of my retirement plan. I guess I'll go spend it, or I'll just put it in my savings account. If that's you, and you want to spend it, or prefer to have it in your savings account, then that's good. Proceed as planned. But what if that's not you? What if you have reasons to keep it invested? That reason might be that it's invested where you hope to gain a higher rate of return than you can at the bank, or it might be there because you just haven't yet needed to dip into it, or maybe it's there because you want to leave it to your beneficiaries. I'm going to give you a couple of ideas that you might not have thought of. But first, how is it possible that a person might end up in this situation, where they've put money all their lives into their IRA only to find out that they don't need annual distributions from it. It sounds odd but it does happen and there are some good reasons for it. It might be the case that you just don't need it yet or your bills went down maybe from paying off a mortgage. You might be perfectly comfortable just living off your income maybe you've got Social Security or a pension or both if you're lucky, you might have some income coming from a rental property, or maybe you and your spouse are still working. It's possible that the money is being saved for some other purpose and you just don't need to access it yet. And so here comes the IRS forcing you to take the money out. This usually is not helpful because you now have to pay tax on it and it's out of the account. I'm going to make an assumption here that the money you have in your IRA is better invested than what the bank is offering, at least in the long term. You've got some mix of investments that over time have done better than a CD, and you think that trend is going to continue. So the forced distribution by the IRS hurts you because it lowers your net worth, you have to pay tax, and it's been pulled out of your desired investment. Here are two simple ideas that you may not have thought of. One of the ideas helps you with your net worth. The other helps with your taxes. The first idea is to recycle your RMD. That's a term that I invented. If you call up your financial institution or financial advisor and tell them you want to recycle your RMD, they're going to have no clue what you're talking about, but they'll know the idea. Basically, you open up a non-retirement account. This can be owned by you alone or jointly owned with another person. I've seen a lot of spouses do this where they'll have both their names in the account. And you have your financial institution directly send your RMD into that account. And that account is invested in the same exact investments as your IRA. So it gets instantly reinvested. It doesn't help you with your taxes. You still have to pay those. But it keeps the money invested wherever it was at before. The only thing that changes is the registration on the account. So if your IRA is composed of XYZ investments, you can automatically send the RMD from the IRA into the non-retirement account and invest it in the same XYZ investments. So it's almost like it never left. The advantage of doing this over spending it is that it helps your net worth. You're not depleting your assets simply because the IRS wants to get paid. And if you want, you can set this up to happen automatically every single year so you never have to worry about it. And it doesn't have to be reinvested in the same exact thing that it was in. You could certainly change the investment on it. The idea here is that it's invested in something other than the bank. The second idea doesn't help with your net worth, but it may help your taxes you can do what's called a qualified charitable distribution. This is where your RMD or part of your RMD goes straight from your IRA to a charitable organization. You never see it. It doesn't pass through your hands. Now, how does this help? Well, if you do it correctly, the transfer is a non-taxable event which is important. This is different than if you had taken the RMD and then just donated it to charity. So let's do an example. Let's say your RMD is $10,000 and you had taken it normally as scheduled. That $10,000 now counts as taxable income. Now you go and donate that $10,000 to charity. If you are taking the standard deduction then that donation didn't help you at all. If you're married filing jointly, the standard deduction for 2020 is $24,800. So if you don't have at least that much to itemize and you take the standard deduction, then your $10,000 donation, as far as tax purposes go, is worthless. Now, let's say you do the Qualified Charitable Distribution. It goes right from your IRA to your church, let's say. That $10,000 RMD goes directly to your charity and it never counts as income to you. You get to help out a charity and you don't have to pay tax on the amount that you sent. Nice. Doing this might also be a way to help you avoid paying for increased Medicare premiums. If your income goes above a certain level, You have to pay more for Medicare. Now, you have to crunch some numbers, but it might be worth doing this just to lower your income so you don't have to pay more for Medicare. The logic might be that it's better to send your money to charity than to the government. Now, a few things about this strategy. Make sure that you set it up correctly so the check goes straight from your IRA to the charitable organization it cannot go to you first. And also, be aware that qualified charitable distributions are not reflected on your 1099-R tax form. So if your RMD is $10,000 and you send it directly to charity, you basically do it correctly, that $10,000 is still going to show up on your 1099-R. It's up to you to fill out your form 1040 correctly to make sure it gets reported as a qualified charitable distribution I'm hoping you're using a tax professional to do your taxes and they'll handle it just fine if you're not go get one I always encourage our listeners to use a tax professional what you hear from me is education if you want advice about taxes regarding your own situation, talk to your tax pro. They'll know what to do. And the last thing to be mindful of is there is a limit to how much you can donate and have it count as a qualified charitable distribution. Each individual can do $100,000 from their own IRA. A married couple could do $200,000 as long as 100 dollars came from each spouse's RMD. So I hope that helps. If you don't need your RMD, then consider whether reinvesting it in a non-retirement account or making a qualified charitable distribution may be right for your financial situation. And on that note, I am done. I hope you have yourself a glorious day.
1: For more information, go to 360blue.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-I-X-T-Y, blue.com. Keep in mind that this show is designed to be educational only. The representatives on this podcast do not provide legal or tax advice. For individual guidance, please speak with someone who knows you and your situation.